Hi, hi, hi. Let me get myself organized here. Okay, what am I doing? This is Bush Mama here recording live on Anchor FM. Okay, so I'm plugging in my battery into my phone because yesterday I left about an hour long segment and then my battery died. How are you guys doing? What's going on in your lives? Something good? Tell Bush Mama something good. Alright, so today I was in conversation with another beautiful soul and um, there were some things that he said that really made me realize again that most of us are really sick most of us humans are really sick we just think that because we're eating healthy or we're functioning and going to work and going to the gym that we're not sick but it's not a sickness like diabetes high blood pressure sick it's a spiritual sickness it's not a physical even though we are physical physically sick the majority of our elders even our young people now it's not a physical sickness i'm talking about a soul sickness a spiritual sickness and it hit me really hard while i was speaking to this beloved I was like, my God, it's really sad because it's true. It's true because as much as we say that we're spiritual or we are conscious, look at what we're doing to each other. Like, look around, like, we're conscious, right? We're talking about this love and light, but we're still backbiting, we're still disrespecting, we're still cheating, we're still lying. We're still pretending like consciousness doesn't behave like that. That's like a low, dense energy. It's low and it's dense. Like, do you think love is really going to hurt you? Come on. If, if, if we know or if we believe that love really hurts us, why are we all looking for this love that hurts us? Who in their right mind is going to search high and low in and out for something that they know is going to cause them harm it's not it's it doesn't make sense so we have to be searching for something much greater than that much because we're all searching for the same thing so we all must know deep down that love is something far greater than what the world is portraying but anyway what came up was we we are actually sick and a lot of us are manifesting the physical aspect of this sickness and the physical aspect of this sickness is manifesting in a disease in the body the attack really is on the mind the psyche where we create our creation starts in the mind we are always creating our creation, whether we are conscious of it or unconscious of it. But we are always in motion. 
But the mind is a terrible thing to waste. And there are certain things. Just like if you don't work out a muscle. They say if you don't use it, you lose it. And that's what's happened to our minds. There's a, there's a gland in our mind called the pineal gland. And this pineal gland is like a super conductive powerhouse. Like it's just transmitting information and putting out information, you know, receiving information and putting out information all the time. Well, it's supposed to. Because if we're spiritual beings, surely, if you go back to our ancestors, you know, back in Egypt, go back as far as that. They had like, you know, even the Atlanteans, the Lemurians, the Sumerians, they all had this kind of, you know, the Kemetics. They had this superpower about them. They were able to do things that we just read about now. We read about what they did with their minds. They went to mystery schools. They must have learned something about the greatness of the mind. There must have been a reason why you had to study for 10 years before you could even be initiated into the highest order. And there's a reason for that. Because power in the wrong hands is highly dangerous. So yes, you have to prove yourself worthy of these kind of knowledge. It isn't it shouldn't be given just to any anybody because if this brother is right, which I strongly believe that we are sick, and it's a spiritual sickness because the one thing that we need to keep us remembering how powerful we are is not working. It's not it's not even existing. It's there, but it's not existing. To exist means to live. And it's dead. It's decalcified. It's, 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 it's hard. Has no function when it should be functioning. Now we talk about the third eye, which really is the first eye. But what do we really know about the ability of this gland? What does it do? How does it affect our sleep? How does it affect our moods? What is this thing that we have? So a lot of us, we like to hear certain things and we repeat certain things because it sounds good. It sounds conscious. But listen, knowledge without application really is a form of entertainment. And a lot of us are really entertaining ourselves and the thing about becoming a self-master and becoming truly conscious it's quite personal it's not something that we go out and we talk about it's really personal because it's happening all the time when you really open up and surrender to your calling which most of us are not aware of what it is yet meaning your purpose we all have a calling all have a special calling and it's to serve our particular personal purpose in the way that we, our individual selves, can serve that. We've all got different gifts. But this pea-sized mass of tissue, which is behind the third ventricle of the brain, 
it's 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 alive it's it's alive it has a spark still there it isn't completely dead even though it is dead meaning it's not being used dead it's not useful it's useless dead and the only way to breathe life into that which is dead useless dead is to decalcify the pineal gland yes we know but there's more to know and as much as you think you know there's still more to know which means that we don't know as much as we think we know but if you close down and think that what you know is enough then you are so susceptible to control and influence and manipulation because especially if you're eating drug foods now this is how they get us they we self we self medicate at the same time we are self intoxicating too how do we do that think about it if you eat white flour think about what happens to the process of flour and water it turns into a dough now yes it tastes really good when she wants you season it up and put some salt and put some sugar and put some oil amazing you can do amazing things with water and flour but let's put it back down to basics what is a really nice cake water and flour because that's what happens we our minds are so powerful that we can see what we want to see that's how we can overeat we can have the matter over the mind but when the mind is over the matter we're masters we've mastered the mind but most of us the matter is over our mind because we don't know how to use our minds like we know we should we know we can but we don't and the reason why that is is because we're weak we're not as strong as we should be or we need to be because we're not powered up we're not enlightened we're not standing in our light we're not being light workers we're heavy and we're dense and we're burdened and we're accumulating so much things from the past my god so when he said that we're sick this is a sickness that i'm seeing we have so much baggage we're eating so much of these drug foods that we have overdosed that's what the sickness is that's what the disease is the disease is the disease is the toxic build up manifesting as sickness it's toxicity and accumulation years and years and years and years of eating drug foods which you think that if you eat more drug foods do you really think you're going to get healthy you're going to eventually get more sick eventually get more sick and then you're going to go to the doctors they're going to give you drug pills and then you're going to get even more sick so you've got this toxicity accumulation from the drug pills and the food together and then we wonder why we're sick but this doesn't just affect us on a physical level it actually affects us on a spiritual level one affects the other if they get us through and i say they the ones that are playing the game like we're playing the game we're all playing the game and we all want to win we all should win we all can win b 
but you have to master you have to master the mind the mind must be mastered and we can't master our minds being out of control like eating drug foods knowing that you shouldn't be eating it but at the same time you're continuously eating it that's out of control that means that you're not controlling your mind and the question is who is controlling your mind what is controlling your mind these are the things that we should be asking ourselves really inquiring and observing what it is we're doing and how we're doing it knowing thyself having full control over thyself we've lost control we've lost ourselves most of us but at the same time we can find ourselves again we can find ourselves we can live in our truth and not be fearful of living in our truth do you know what i mean so at the end of the day we have to self realize we have to stop eating the drug foods that are stopping us from evolving beyond the third dimensional state of being there is so much more we don't have to be looking for somebody to love us we don't have to be looking for somebody to fulfill our needs we have the power to do that we have that power but we've just given our power away do you know what I mean we can gain that power back 100% that you don't have a need outside of yourself and if you want somebody around you want them around you don't need them around there is no needs outside of yourself you have supplied all of your need and it's got nothing to do with being selfish it's got to do with being self-focused and being a self-master where you're happy you're contented with yourself you love yourself you love others as you love yourself you respect yourself you respect others as you respect yourself you eat consciously because you know that eating certain foods is not going to be good for you so you choose wisely you eat consciously you live consciously you're healthy i'm no master i'm still trying to work this thing out but i've worked it out enough to say look in order for me to continuously work this out and get to a higher level i've got to eliminate that because if i continue to eat that that's not going to bring me closer to my goal so i've got to eliminate that that is too heavy that's going to weigh me down and i've got to move so i eliminate certain things from my diet it doesn't mean my diet is the all and all it's another transitional diet i'm not saying the plant based diet is the all 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 but it's a major part 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 so at the end of the day what we need to do is self realize become self masters and remember who we are and the purpose that we serve and serve that purpose in love and evolve beyond our limited perceptions because love is unlimited start thinking about your life start thinking about where you are currently are you happy are you being honest with yourself are you being honest with those around you 
like I said, this is your life and you've got to work it out for yourself. But it can only work out in truth, really work out in truth. Any other way, it's a struggle. Any other way, if it isn't truth, it's a lie. And to live in a lie is a waste of life, to, in my humble opinion. So, Bush Mama loves you. Take care of yourself. Go into yourself. Be in you. Be in you. Be you. Be in yourself. It's okay to be yourself. It really is. You just think that it isn't. You're just afraid if you know, that people are not going to accept you or understand you or, or, or love you. Don't worry about that. Be yourself. That's what you need to be concerned about, not being yourself. That's a big worry. So try and be yourself. Try eat consciously because eating consciously will, will really guide you to helping you to think and giving you the strength to change what needs to be changed. We're weak. That's what the drug foods do. They, the drug foods weaken us. And the more we eat of it, is the more it weakens us. So it's like a vicious cycle that we need to break and eliminate from our life. And you can do it, but it's going to be a, a serious struggle. So they say only the strong ones survive. And that's literally only the strong ones survive. Because it's really hard work. To break the sugar addiction, the drug addiction. It's really, it, they literally are drugs. They literally are drugs. There's no, there's no two ways about it. They, sugar is a, white sugar is a drug. And for those who feel that brown sugar is better, it isn't. It's only 10% better. That's the black molasses that covers the white 90% of the sugar. So it's no better. Well, 10% it is, but it's still white sugar. So we just need to just eliminate that culprit, culprit, from our diet once and for all. Find the strength. There's many alternatives like coconut sugar, date sugar, stevia, agave. You know, you can make your own sugar with drying out sultanas in your dehydrator. There are, there's, so, there's so many. There's maple syrup, B or A grade. There's other stuff out there. We don't have to have, that's the sugar that's been pushed before us. And that's the sugar that they've put in everything. So they haven't really given us a choice, but we have to choose. We have to choose wisely. This is the, 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 the white stuff that's closing down our pineal gland. All this drug food that has sugar in it that we eat every day is closing down our pineal gland. We cannot get out of this third dimensional box. We know that there's more, but we just don't know where to look for the more. And we're afraid of finding the more. We're afraid of moving. We're afraid of coming out of our comfort zone and going into another zone to, to, to learn more, to, to, to find out what that more is. But when you start to eat right for your brain type, the brain needs enzymes. The brain needs good fats. And when you're cooking fat, no, no cooked fat is really in a good state unless it's coconut oil or palm oil. It doesn't change its molecular structure with the heat. But when you start cooking vegetable oils and especially, especially olive oil, what you're doing, you're causing 
you know, the, the oil to become rancid, which makes your food become rancid. And then that's like block arteries. That's like high cholesterol or bad cholesterol. So we don't even know what we're doing because no one has really sat us down and educated us or we haven't sat ourselves down and educated ourselves into what is good for us. You know, how we're supposed to be preparing our foods. But that's another topic for another day. Listen, Bush Mama loves you. Take care. And I was ranting on a little bit. I was supposed to go like two minutes ago. But sometimes it's good to go with the flow. Yes, I. Me soon come back. You seen? Blessings, blessings, blessings. This is Bush Mama recording live on Anchor. Okay, so this is my first day of my no cooked food fast. Why am I here? Because I felt like I was completely going the other end of the spectrum. Now, about a year ago, I did a 40-day water fast and it was the most challenging thing I've ever had to do in my life apart from giving birth. And the first three days were the most challenging and then on the 26th day, I really nearly lost my life. Like, I now know what it's like to die. Like, literally, it was like a death. Um... I was coughing up blood, I felt the weakest I've ever felt in my life and I was actually going to call off the fast if I didn't stop the bleeding. But after the third day, the bleeding subsided and I decided to continue. I actually went to bed, I stayed the, the majority of the 40 days in bed because I was just so weak. Um, I felt awful actually and I wasn't supervised I was supervising myself I didn't see anybody I didn't go outside going to the toilet like literally was like running a marathon I went to bed literally I went into my bed at a size possibly 14 16 and at the end of the fast I came out of my bed weak as hell a size 10 it was the most strangest feeling I've ever felt within this body of mine it took me about a year literally to actually get used to this this new weight I felt weightless I felt I felt very 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 awkward um, <laughs> it's so hard to explain it's almost like You go to bed a particular size and then you wake up half of your size. Your brain is confused. Um, (laughs) My body's like it was trying to catch up with the fast weight loss. Um, It just happened so quickly. Um, I wouldn't advise if you're going to fast for spiritual reasons 
then fine but if you're going to fast to lose weight or weight um for that long extended time i wouldn't advise it because it's one it's dangerous really really dangerous two if you're doing an extended fast and it's unsupervised i and it's your first time i would really not advise you to do that unsupervised i did it and i wouldn't do it again unsupervised and as much as i know about health and fasting this was my longest fast that i've ever done anyway going back to why i've um decided to do a no cook food fast is because one i've been overeating i'm traveling again and i'm in a new destination and the food here is just so cheap and it's so delicious and it's so nourishing but at the same time because it's so cheap and because it's so nourishing i'm overeating now many of you that have been following me know that i am blatantly transparently openly confessing my drug food addiction now when i say drug food addiction um even as a vegan like most of the vegan food are drug foods because they were processed and i'm not judging i'm not pointing fingers because i was once one of those drug food vegans just overeating processed crap and that's why i decided to do the fast because i realized that i was gaining weight i didn't feel my best and as much as i'm a qualified master herbalist and a qualified nutritionist i wasn't really very proud of myself you know um i wanted to be the best of the best when it comes to um, um authentic authenticity so i decided to take control and that's how the 40 day fast came into it i just wanted to just eliminate everything that was controlling me um yeah it was drastic i'm i'm one of those all or nothing people if i feel like i'm losing control i need to find a way to gain back my control otherwise my head is just in a bad place and that's why i took that drastic step so now that i'm you know i'm about a size 8 10 the smallest i've ever been in my life and i and i feel so great i love the weight that i am it feels light i'm flexible i'm agile um i love waking up in the morning and springing out of bed um but over the last week or so i would say the last 2 weeks um i started to gain a little bit of weight in st vincent um because i was starting to eat too much um cook foods so i was having one meal a day and then i started to have three meals a day and i started to feel the weight going on it just didn't feel good and so i started to run four times a week and i cut my um daily intake of food from three dinners to one dinner and the weight started to come off which was great then i went to barbados and you know it's always challenging as a drug food addict in recovery I love food. I love to eat. I love the fact that when I'm hungry, I can choose to eat whatever I want and I can choose to eat how much I want and I can choose to eat whenever I want. It's just that control of having that ability to just satisfy 
my hunger or my craving. And most of all, it's just a craving just to feel like I can eat what I want, when I want, how much I want, whoever I want to eat with. It's just that that power of satisfying that craving. And there's actually a great amount of power in satisfying not eating. Like, just just satisfying that discipline. Like, yeah, I want to eat, but you're gaining weight. And to take that control, that is also satisfying. In fact, it's more satisfying gaining control rather than gaining weight. Because once you eat or overeat and you start to gain the weight, while you're eating, it's great. Like, you know, eating the best meals. Like, where I am now, I'm in, in, in Indonesia, and the food is great, the food is cheap. Um, I can have five meals a day and still be within my budget. So that that privilege can work for or against, and it's been working against me. So hence why I'm back in rehab. I'm in rehab. I create my own rehabilitation center. And that's why I'm doing this um, no-cook food fast because I need to gain back control there is no way on this earth oh my god am I going to be gaining back that weight that I lost I want to always remain a size 8 size 10 I've had these amazing outfits made for me in St Vincent and I'm not going to go up one inch in size I'm not going to buy any new clothes I have to lose the pounds that I've gained and it hasn't it's not that much I haven't gained that much but if I don't control it now I'm gonna get out of control and I'm gonna one day put on my clothes and my buttons are gonna gape my clothes are gonna gape and that's how you know you're gaining weight your clothes starts to gape right your buttons don't sit flat on your chest anymore you're starting to see little gapes in between the buttonholes And that is a sign for you to take control because once they start to gape and you're seeing gaps, you've got two choices. Gain back your control and lose what you've gained so your buttons can fit flat on your chest or buy a bigger size, which means that you're accepting the weight gain. Not I, no way. I did 40 days of not eating any food whatsoever and it was the most traumatic torturing mental challenge I've ever gone gone through my whole life there is no way that I'm going to dishonor that challenge I'm not going to dishonor that by allowing myself to gain back the weight so now Bush Mama's in rehab my first day of no cooked food yes it was challenging yes I thought about cooked food all day yes I drove past on my scooter by all these fantastic restaurants there's a restaurant called kismet oh my god their menu is to die for i've been eating there three days in a row and it's like one of the most expensive restaurants in indonesia well in bali and uh, i was just thinking about their food today really i was thinking about what i had yesterday i had my last meal at kismet yesterday plug plug for kismet um if you're in bali please visit kismet they're vegetarian but they do cater for vegans they're more than happy to alter their menus to cater for vegans 
and oh my days my last meal it took me like about an hour and a half to finish it I really over ate I had everything because I knew it was gonna be my last meal and that's just glutton really um so yeah today I woke about woke up about think I woke up thinking about kismet uh for lunch I was thinking about going to kismet um but they had nothing there raw so I couldn't go so I decided to make my own raw food, my own raw lunch, and it was absolutely scrumptious. Simple, but scrumptious. <sighs> Today was challenging, it really was. Um, that power that I had just to just choose what I wanted to eat and how much I wanted to eat was taken away from me by myself. But I ended the day victorious. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Um, I bought myself some fruits. I have bananas, I have mangoes, I have mangosteen, I have rubatan, I have snake fruit, I have passion fruit. I have basically most of the fruits that are in season in Bali. So I have no excuse for tomorrow. I really don't. And I have like a liter of coconut water. I have two liters of plain water. Um, I have no excuse whatsoever guess what I'm going to do for myself tomorrow? I'm going to find me a raw food restaurant and I'm going to wine and dine myself because I can. It's all raw. Isn't that great that they have so much raw raw food restaurants here? So yeah, this no cook food fast, I'm not going to allow it to torture me. I'm going to wine and dine myself because I deserve it. Um, It just saves me preparing my food. I want to pay somebody else to prepare my food for me. So I'm going to be documenting um, the days forward. Um, I'm going to be totally transparent. I'm going to be totally vulnerable. Because I know there's many of us out there that are just going through the same thing as I, possibly afraid to talk about it, or probably just not wanting to talk about it, or probably not even realizing that you are a drug food addict. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you're thinking about food all day, every day, if you're having breakfast and you're thinking about lunch, while you're having lunch, you're thinking about dinner. Sorry, you're you're addicted. Do you know what I mean? So maybe my story and my um, challenge will help you to admit that you're going through the same thing that Bush Mama's going through. And I'm so happy to help you get through this because it's not easy. It really isn't an easy thing to overcome cooked food addiction. Cooked food is highly addictive. Trust me when I tell you that. Okay, how do you know? Do what I'm doing and see what happens. Just go raw for even seven days and see what happens to you. What happens to your emotions, what happens to your mind and then you will see what I'm talking about. So follow me ask me questions I'm going to be posting lots of pictures of my food I'm going to be sharing my stories my challenges and my victoriousness if there's such a word and I'm going to be recording on anchor when I feel like it today I felt like it because I got a message from um, my dear sister Tamika and she has she has encouraged me or confirmed that I should document because there are other people out there that are going to be struggling or that are struggling and they need that support so I'm so happy to support anybody that wants to join me or that is thinking about 
having a no cook food fast or a no cook food challenge because it really is challenging giving up cooked food. So that's my day. Um, tomorrow I will be taking myself to the springs to meditate because um, giving myself a spring bath really does give me strength. Um, I'm dedicating my meditation to my no cook food fast and I know the first three days are always the most challenging so I look forward to day four and day five and I know I'm gonna be flying high really right now I'm not even flying trust me I'm on I'm on ground level but I know that after day three and day four I'm gonna be so high so thank you for listening if you have any questions feel free to ask me you can follow me on instagram at bush underscore mama feel free to message me but i'm doing this i'm gonna be losing those extra pounds that i've gained in the last couple of weeks easily because my mind is focused and i've done it before and i'm sure damn gonna do it again peace out people i love you guys so much thank you so much for listening um yeah so we will see each other again just keep up with what i'm doing um you can always see my images um feel free to dm me if you need a support i'm a qualified master herbalist a qualified health coach i'm also a qualified nutritionist but before i can help you i've got to help me so while i'm helping me i'm happy to help you too so reach out okay take care Peace.